Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. And hello, hello, hello to all of my straights, gays, bi's, tries, and heteroflexible friends. This is your host, Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. The show where every week I sit down with women I've hooked up with to talk about sex, dating, sexuality, gender, and why I'm still single. How are you this evening or morning or afternoon? Whenever it is, you sit down and listen to the words that come out of my face. I am doing pretty damn well. I had quite the weekend. Holy crap. Uh, Fun times. Did a floating dance party in Midtown. A float is uh, apparently when... (laughs) never done before but when a bunch of people listen to the same music mix and they just dance down the street and follow the leader through some sort of route so we ended up just dancing all over midtown and duffy square and uh outside of fox news and just getting our getting our dance on guys it's pretty great dance for for 90 minutes straight quite the workout uh earned all sorts of activity points it was great this week's guest uh is a, uh, another gal that I had met up in person didn't have to go find on its site. Not that there's anything wrong with online dating, although she thinks there is. We differed on that opinion. But Madeline Lewis, guys, yes, that's a last name you heard. That's a full name. We've got the the very cool, very quirky, kind of nerdy, but super f- fucking rad Madeline Lewis on the show this week. I knew her back when she was Maddie. Okay, guys, she goes by Madeline now, but talked about some really cool stuff. We talked about her adorable, her adorable boyfriend, her, her sexual journey. We talked about virginity and, uh, it was super, it was just super fun. And, and, you know, and afterwards I got to see, she has uh she does, she's an actress, but she also does stage combat and she has literally a wall of swords, real swords like, I mean, if a guy breaks into her apartment, he's fucked. Like, he has no idea what he's walking into because she has about a dozen swords on her wall in her living room. And in her bedroom, there are two machetes and other stuff and weapons. So it's, like, intense. She was such a great guest, guys. And uh, I got to tell you guys, Madeline is uh, kind of a hottie. A Ren Fair hottie. And I got to tell you guys, my listeners, men, ladies, and everyone in between, you're finally going to get a chance to see this guest. At the end of the episode, we direct you to where you can see some videos of her, some pictures, uh, including a set of pictures of her in some very sexy underwear for a, for a photo shoot she did. So if you guys behave yourselves and listen through uh, the whole show, uh, or if you just drag and, and scroll and fast forward to the end, you can do that too. But, you know, what's, what's the fun in that? It, will, it would feel dishonest. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, at the end of the show, we'll, we'll tell you where you can check out pictures of Madeline and, uh, and how you can maybe uh, and see some of the work she's done. Before we get to the show, though, I want to, I want to talk because we talked in the episode about virginity and and pressures and uh, societal pressures to to act fast with your sexuality and and the frustrations of um, 
you know, having of not finding someone. And when it comes to sex, you know, especially in light of the UCSB shooting, there was a very, uh, very good article written by fellow comedian Ray Goots titled uh, The 33-Year-Old Virgin, Life Without Sex is Only Torturous If You Let It Be. Uh, Ray Goots is a, is a fellow New York comedian, uh, nice guy, really funny, and you know he's he's a 33 year old virgin. He wrote this great piece on Salon, and it just it kind of reinforces what we were talking about on the show today, talking about how it's not the most important thing. That if you're still a virgin at whatever age, that's your journey, man or woman. There's no right or wrong age to be losing your virginity. 12, 12's wrong. I'm going to I'll draw I'll draw a line. Maybe even a little you know 13 might even be wrong too. How's that? I know if you're in high school or in college, hell, even if you're out of college and you're still a virgin, you know, there's a lot of worry about like, oh my god, uh, I'm still a virgin. What am I going to do? And be like, I don't know, man, live your life, enjoy yourself, have fun. Whether you're a virgin by choice or by circumstance or just shitty luck, don't let anyone else tell you that you're a freak or that you're wrong or that you fucked up somewhere. Because, hey, man, that's your journey. I want to read a, I wanna read a, just a, a brief excerpt from this piece. Uh, you guys should definitely go to salon.com. Uh, check out the article by Ray Goots. I'm going to read you a small excerpt before we go talk to uh, Madeline. Ray Goots, he writes, uh, <clears throat> If you're a virgin and you're reading this, especially if you're under 25, don't let it get you down. You are not alone. You have so many years ahead of you. There are so many people out there. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't let that one fact define you. Keep trying. Rejection hurts. But you have to keep putting yourself out there. And if the person you like doesn't think you're the right fit, then they lost out. And hey, you get to save money on Christmas. But you have to keep trying. If you know you're awesome, just keep busting your ass being awesome until no one can deny it anymore. Maybe you're thinking, uh, what do you know? After, after all, I'm 33 and I've never been in a relationship. But I do know that there's a lot of other joy available in life. So if you're out there getting dark about this, lighten up. Keep the faith, kids. The right one will be here one day. At least that's what I hope to. Whether it's about getting laid, finding love, finding a partner, finding a job, finding a friend, I hope the right one comes along too. And I hope you, you have the faith as well. Check out, uh, go, make sure you get over to salon.com. Uh, I'll link to it in the show notes that you'll see in the description. Check out that article by Ray Goots. Keep the faith. Go at your own speed. And don't let anyone else dictate your sexual journey. And on that note, let's go check in and talk to Madeline Lewis. Well, I'm, I'm here uh, today with, with uh, Madeline. Yes. Hello. Hello. Do we say uh, your full name now? Okay. Sure. Madeline, guys... This is uh this is their first full name they're hearing. Ooh. Guys, we've got we've got Madeline fucking Lewis in the house. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the middle name is silent, but uh, <laughs> just yeah. 
Madeline Lewis. Yeah, I you know I try and be as honest as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's 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 how I that's how I remember you. Uh, how have how have you been? Good. Yeah, good. Good. As I think I, I mentioned earlier, you're an actress. Yes. You yeah. uh you do some cool stunt work. I do. Well, not- you have a bunch of swords. <laughs> Uh, so I knew I know to behave myself. <laughs> uh, yes, I do have a, a sword wall. That's true. Yeah. Um, I also have a machete wall and a bow and arrow wall. Um, our little, my archery wall. It's in the bedroom. Okay. Naturally. Right. Um, just to clear things up, I don't. I don't do stunt work. Right. Um, okay. Although I am extremely impressed by people who do do stunt work because that is an incredible line of work right. that I'm just way too lazy for. But right. I do stage combat. Okay. Um, so it's it's simulated violence on stage and screen. It's really fun stuff. Okay. Um, I'm actually doing a five-weapon test this summer where oh. I'm doing one fight scene with five weapons involved in it. And that hasn't... That hasn't been done in 35 years, so it's... Whoa, it's making cool. history, guys. And, well, it's part of the anniversary of the SAFD, which is the Society of American Fight Directors. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yes, I'm an actress. I'm an actor combatant. Um, I do theater. I do film. Um, you, found, you found a kitten while you were getting me water. I, did. My little pussy cats hidden <laughs> all over the apartment. So... So Madeline yes. here has the most adorable relationship. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to do my best not to cry in sadness by the end of this. Aww. No, um, it's fine. You guys are great, but I'm just going to feel alone and dead inside. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, ouch. You, I, but you, so, so explain to them what apparently you guys do. So my, my boyfriend and I have been together for two years this Sunday. Mazel. Um, thank you. Um, and we've gotten this apartment together. I think we've been living together for just over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't get to see each other too terribly much, um, when we're both working. Um, so we've kind of left cute things around for each other to find. So he, he knows that I, I love cats. Uh, so he got these little beanie baby cats and he hides them around the apartment for me to find like in the cupboards and in my bookshelves and weird places and it's just it's it's adorably and stupid cute i i can't handle how <laughs> how adorable that is yep. and you know i mean well i'll i'll leave him notes and i'll leave him like um oreos and, and that's the thing he gets oreos yeah well you know we were discussing you know, guys, they, they leave flowers for girls, right? They'll buy them flowers and they'll buy them nice things. Um, but, but what do you get? What do you get the equivalent of a guy? Okay. You know, what, what is a guy's equivalent of flowers? And we were talking about, oh, well, maybe it's beer. But, uh, you know, like, I, I don't know if even, you know, some guys, I don't know if they like beer or what's his favorite. I, I would hope after two years, you know, like, if he likes beer or if he's, like, a vodka guy. He or... goes on and off. He likes beer sometimes uh-huh. and then other times not. And I, I can't keep track. I, I know that, um, you know, he likes very girly drinks. Really? So, yeah. Which is, Sounds like a kindred spirit. Is it? I like things that are orange. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I'll always get the really hardcore, like, vodka, gin, you know, tonic type stuff. And he'll always go for the, the fruity, flavorful sugar stuff. And I'm like, yeah, okay. That's, Tastes like candy. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. 
Um, so instead of getting him beer, I know that he loves Oreos, so I will get him Oreos or Swedish fish. Okay. Now, do you like? Do you have to like wrap up an Oreo, or like, can you just place? Does he not care about germs? You're just gonna place it uh, in the dusty bookshelf. I don't hide and, the Oreos. Oh, you don't hide the Oreos. You just like buy Oreos. And, yes, and okay. you know, and that's one of our our notes up there. I just say, can miss I, you. Can I look? Or, yes. Okay. It says, "Miss you, love you," with with lots of hearts and things. Um, guys, my my heart started to cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, couldn't remember your fave beer, but have. But here are some sweets. Yeah. It only could have gotten more adorable if you signed it from your suite. I know. Well, yeah. I was very you, tempted, but I there thought wasn't a lot of room. then he would, you know, vomit up what I <laughs> So I avoided that. How how'd you uh, how'd you two meet? Um, well, actually we met at the Renaissance Fair. Okay. Where we were both cast as actors. Mm-hmm. And um that's how we know our anniversaries, because it was the very first full cast meeting. And actually, actually, we we had met before that. We had seen each other several times in in college, uh, but we just for, he was one year ahead of me, and I never really thought of him that way. I always thought he was like much older because he was a TA in one of my classes, and um, and we just never quite got together. But we were always friendly towards each other. So I saw him at the the cast meeting, and I was like, "Oh, hey, I remember you." And then I asked him out because, you know. You asked him out? Yeah. Yeah, I go, well, we're, we're talking for, like, hours, and we just, you know, we were compatible. Like, we just got along really well. So. Yeah, I, so, I, I fully support uh, gender role reversals. <laughs> Good for you. Uh. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I asked him out to a movie that wasn't out yet. Smooth. <laughs> so I was so like, um, shit, what else? Uh, just drinks then? <laughs> So I kind of, you know, got him drunk as well and got myself drunk and then kissed him a lot. So, hey, <laughs> hey it worked out. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, it, it never really held me back waiting on the guy. I, I just figured if I wanted to ask someone out, I would just ask someone out. I did that all through high school and... Um, and, and, you know, most sometimes the guys would ask me out first. Mm. But if I had an interest, I figured, ah, fuck, let's try it. And yeah. if they say no, then I move on and it's done. I think you might have been, like, the first girl I asked out, like... I think you were, like, the first girl, like, I went, I got a number. <laughs> I was like, no, that a girl was cute. Number. <laughs> uh, no, because we met at, what, it was like a like a dance thing during mm-hmm. Welcome Week, I think, right, of well, college? Billy. You were Man. my you were my welcome week boyfriend. Ah, oh yeah, most girls had one. We just happened to last <laughs> longer than just welcome week. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, it's that first week in college. Everyone's just like grabbing at each other and and you know hooking up and yeah. and suddenly you know you've you've got a boyfriend or you've got a girlfriend and you just like. But then a week later and everyone's going to classes and they're all like, oh, I don't know this person at all. And, <laughs> go away um no we met at what was it it was like the tish ball or something it, it was, was like like welcome week they had like a big dance for all the freshmen yes i remember yeah. there was like beach balls yes there were beach i remember balls. beach balls and the worst music uh yeah man that was crazy um i just remember that i was there i was on the prowl i was oh. looking yeah, yeah you know that you know that the, the, that first week 
is when you're like, oh, I'm going to be a totally new person. Yeah. Nobody knows me and I'm going to be super cool and everything's going to change. And the fact that a guy not only danced with me, but hit on me and was super interested. And I was just like, yeah. By the way, that was me pretending I'm a whole different person. That was... (laughs) That was me being like, okay, I've been planning this persona. I'm going to go try it. Hey, you know, well, it worked. Yeah. For, you know, a while. Um, (laughs) Not that, you know, I ever found out that, oh, my God, he's not who he said he was. But I was, you know, I was still. Oh, I haven't been out of. I've never gotten out of character. That (laughs) that fake confidence is still. um, I said it before and I'll say it again. It's like Matthew McConaughey said. It's a Fugazi. It's not real. It's nothing. It's fake. Um (laughs) Yeah, but the, that was uh, that was my big moment of like go me. Uh, that was like a big one for me because yeah. I just uh, I just like gotten I just realized that summer before that like women might look at me and and be interested and, and like want that. Yeah, rather than be like, <laughs> oh, that guy could like help me with my homework. Like that's I was happy that I didn't get that no, for a change. I mean, yeah. I remember the first time I saw you. You're dancing and you're. Extremely Extremely sweaty. Yeah, just really, I did that a lot. Really sweaty. Um, <laughs> but compared to all the guys around you dancing really awkwardly, like none of them were into it. So like, it was really less really me creepy. and more like the other options. <laughs> no, <laughs> I kid. I kid. I kid. <laughs> um, no, I remember looking at you and going, "Wow, that guy's really like." athletic looking like I, I just remember looking at your muscles and going oh my gosh wow because I, I don't know I didn't really um know any super athletic guys in my high school because I went to private school <laughs> it was you know graduating class of like 25 so there wasn't um we didn't have any like sports kind of guys I mean the attractive there too in case they're listening yeah, yeah. But, um <laughs> But I, I don't know. You're a different kind of guy, and you just like put yourself out there. And I was so impressed by your your confidence and just and just you know fuck it attitude. Yeah. Like yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, I gotta I gotta find that again. I gotta because <laughs> like you know, I, and I think I talk about I talked about this on a previous episode. Like I don't know. I don't. I feel like no one ever like goes to a bookshop and like goes up to a chick and just starts talking to her because I'm always worried. Like <laughs> I'm just gonna bother them. She. I'm because my and you know and I think a lot of guys think this is like oh she's she's like already got either because with my luck it's always she's gay or she has a boyfriend already <laughs> or like she I'm the umpteenth guy to like say something to her hmm. uh, so no but I, I gotta I gotta find that thing again that lets me like go up to a person in real life and be like hey let's let's do something well I mean it's it's definitely confidence I mean confidence is the key to everything right yeah. yeah. Um, but it was also the situation like you were in a place at a time where nobody knew each other yet. Like everybody was. looking. So I should somebody. just go to more welcome week. Uh, no, <laughs> that, probably not. OK, just check. Um, I mean, ugh. I'm just saying I want to find someone special to hide cats for me. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, and uh, honestly, b- before I met. My boyfriend now, I had pretty much resigned myself to um, spinsterhood. Like, I, I never... What is a spinster? <laughs> I, I still don't understand what that is, because I think spinster, I think, like, athletic, meaning, like, she goes on the spinning bike, and so she has big thighs. No, like, not That's what I thought. Am I way off? Yeah. I'm like, well, because... 
I, I called someone a spinster once because she was very <laughs> she she was she had very strong thighs. She was very in shape. So that I was like, like, "Oh, she's a spinster. Worst. She goes, she goes to the gym, and she no. like does no." Okay, you cannot call okay. a woman a spinster. Oops. Oops. Well, there's your mistake. Okay, um, that, that's what. There we go. No, a spinster is like, um, you know, it's like a, a young woman who's um, like. In the olden days, if you were a spinster, it meant that you know you were you you sewed cloth or something. You worked oh. for yourself. And and you probably didn't have a husband. That's why you had to work and, and make your own money, that sort of thing. And you had to spin. Th- oh, you know, okay. Um, you know, and it's just the whole thing that, like, if a if a daughter of someone um, important wasn't able to marry, um, then she was a spinster. That's just kind of she had to resign herself to living alone forever because once that window of marriage was closed, if they couldn't bargain you off to someone. Uh, then you were just alone forever, mm. and it's just kind of depressing. Okay. Um, so you were given you were given up for you're almost you were on the brink. I mean, all right. So I went on OkCupid. Okay. <laughs> and I made that thing my job. I was like <laughs> on OkCupid. I was just sending out messages. I was you know searching through guys. You know, <laughs> nowadays we've got Tinder and all that crap like you know and i was i I didn't want to sign up for anything that cost money and i was like okay okay cupid is is for the younger crowd but um but it's free and i'll just i'll just look and um i found one guy um didn't work out it lasted about a month in fact all of my relationships have had lasted under three months at that point and i figured i just wasn't gonna find somebody so you know i just wasn't gonna be a match and then there you go i, I found wow. him. <laughs> there you go wow and i pounced on that i jumped <laughs> on it i didn't let him go mine mine <laughs> mine no even still like you know he's he's really nice and very sweet and he treats me so well and I tell people about it, and they're like, oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, no, mine. Ha. Mine. <laughs> um, not that I'm possessive or anything. And, of course, if he wanted his freedom, I would, I would respect that. But if he his doesn't. His freedom? I, you know. Like from you totally? Yeah, or? yeah. If, he, if, he, if we ever got to the point where like, he felt like um, he didn't want to be in a relationship with me, then... That would make me incredibly sad, sure. <laughs> but I would have to respect that. Well, I mean, so. if you don't respect it, it's a crime, so mm. <laughs> it becomes illegal. <laughs> like, if you don't let him out, it's a felony, so. Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> so you're very, you're very different. That I mean, like, you're, you're the same in some, like, awesome, cool chick ways, uh, but you're very different than awesome. I remember, because, uh, I mean, like, I, you were at a very different point time in your life yes uh yes you were yeah. i mean this college this college is all about growing and and learning and developing and yeah no definitely um uh <laughs> my sexual experiences were really very limited yeah i remember i mean i I I I don't even think I had like really seriously kissed anyone in in high school. Like all through high school. Like I just 
to me, it was it was less important. It was sort of a secondary thing to have a boyfriend. Mm. I just I didn't really think about it. No one caught my eye. No one was asking me out. Like, and guys, let me let me clarify. <laughs> Um, it's not, it's, it's because she was at, you were at like an acting high school, right? Private school. Okay. You were a small, she was at a Very small private small. school. It has nothing to do with looks. She's smoking hot. You'll, <laughs> if you stay to the end of the episode, we're going to tell you how you can see. Yeah. So, but so don't, Thank don't you. be thinking, oh, well that's probably cause she's, it's no, not that. So sorry. Continue. Thanks. And you know, and I always figured I was pretty attractive. I didn't, I didn't have too many doubts about that. Like. Every woman is kind of like, oh, this or that. I could change it. But I was like, no, I'm very attractive. And I, and I don't have to, to settle for, for any guy who comes along who likes me for my body. I'd like to be liked for me. So for- sex wasn't like important to you like at, you know, that, that time period? Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. And that was another thing. I was like, I felt like I was kind of behind when I got to college. Mm. I was like, oh my god, everyone's had sex already. You know, it's funny. What? There was there, they did, and, I, and I'll probably have to find it and link out to it uh, later. But there, you know, there have been studies where they say they they ask college kids, how much sex do you think everyone's having? And then uh, and then they say, how much sex are you having? And it, oh, it turned out that everyone thought there was more sex happening in college yeah. than was actually going on, uh, yeah. especially amongst freshmen. So I find that very interesting that like we're all like, oh, well, everyone's fucking. So I should be fucking. But like, <laughs> but really, it's not that, you know, it's American Pie Syndrome where it's like we have to get laid on prom night and we can't go to college without having sex first. It's like it, it's it, it's ridiculous because, like you said, it's just it's just rumors. It's just, you know, pressure put out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So but I still wasn't gonna be pressured by that i was like okay i want to try and take further steps um so you know and and you were part of that you were you were kind of the beginning of that i've you know Uh, yeah giving a guy my number and like you know hooking up with him and drinking beer in the dorm rooms (laughs) and like oh man and you were like what you were like a football player or something right like, i mean in high had, school kind of yeah, yeah you like, had like a jersey up and i, I was <laughs> oh my god i'm so i am i'm a nerd i went i ren fair yeah Come on. she i guys i'm staring <laughs> at a bookshelf with harry potter stacked next to uh game of thrones stacked next to um fucking right on top of all graphic novels yeah, not comic, comic books, books graphic novels yeah. uh because I feel like it's it's the true nerd that buys the graphic novel and not like just all the individual <laughs> copies. Oh, and you can't even see the D and D manuals down don't there. Get, oh my god! <laughs> and Pathfinder, you know, because yeah. we need both. I don't even know what Pathfinder is. So I mean, that's <laughs> that's guys. That's it's pretty intense stuff. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was very exciting to me to be hit on by and you know found attractive. by I mean, like a, a, a jock basically god, found so me attractive. Um, so not a jock. I, will, I mean, you're you're more that um, I'm like crowd the jock, than that, than wow. I am. Like because that that crowd used to beat the shit out of me in high school. <laughs> so it's like, but yeah, no, you were you were. I mean, because when we hooked up, if I don't know if you mind me saying, you were you were you were a virgin. Yes. So it was. Yes, I was. And not and so, but <laughs> and since not seeing or really talking to you since. Mm-hmm. 
part of me was like, so does Madeline have the sex? And I'm like, she probably does, but like, have the sex. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I wonder what that's like. Like, that's just not in a creepy, like, I'm home with lotion way. Like, in a like, well, like, Madeline's like a whole, like, different woman now because, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, it was a, a series of steps. I took it slow because I wasn't just gonna, I didn't, I didn't want to just pass it off to the first guy who was, who showed interest. You know, they, they warn us little girls about that, uh. not to do that. Um, so, you know, I, I, um, oh my God, let's see when, how old was I? I think I was 20 when 19 turning 20, some somewhere like that. It was, I, I, I feel like I lost my virginity a little bit later, but no, oh, that's not late. Unacceptably late amount. Not at all. Um, and in fact, even if you're you're much older than that and you still have your virginity, that's fine. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be about a pressure to lose it. It should be a, a, a situation where you feel safe and you feel like not only is the other person right, but it's the right time for you. Correct. Like now, once I figured out what was the right time for me, I was like, okay, let's get this done. You were like, yeah, like I'm all about it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, and it's, and it's great because the, the first time you get it over with and, and, it, and if it was a great time, then fantastic. And then, and then you're, you, for me at least, I was like, now what? There's all this other stuff to do. Wow. Like all this exciting world of um, like edible underwear and, and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, I don't do anything crazy, but I was gonna say, like, are there any like <laughs> prominent kinks or fetishes going on? Ugh, I mean, like you know, Fifty Shades of Grey kind of stuff, where it's like, ooh, blindfolding. Doesn't like, that ooh. like? I mean, I'm not like I'm not in the BDSM community. Uh, <laughs> I would. I'm not even close to being in that. If you've listened to my episode with uh, with Jay, I tried and failed miserably. Oh. Um, she called me a very bad sub, and you know, but I tried. It just wasn't for. Uh, yeah, but, you gotta so, find the right. But I gotta imagine people in the BDSM community mm. like are almost like. He, I remember, like I, you know, I feel like the '90s and maybe the early 2000s was kind of like a time period where like, oh my god, a threesome was like the <laughs> thing. And now it's like, oh my god, being kinky. So it's like, like everyone's kinky now. Like everyone's like, <laughs> oh, I have like a pair of handcuffs I sometimes use. I'm like really kinky. I'll be like, fucking settle down okay i've seen a i've seen a naked woman covered in wax surrounded by other naked people like you're fucking tame it's which is fine but let's i don't know i i feel like there's this whole thing where everyone's like oh i gotta be kinky i gotta be kinky or otherwise i'm boring like i i think Uh that there is like this thing of almost like vanilla shaming (laughs) i don't know if i've coined that or i don't know if i'm about to but uh that's vanilla shaming yeah and I don't think it's right. I think it's because if if you just dig some regular old good old fashioned sex <laughs> in the bed, uh, and that pleases you and your partner, then go for it. Yeah. I think it, it's fine to be. I think it's wrong to be vanilla when like you're when you're just you think all the other stuff is morally wrong. But uh, mm-hmm. if that's just what you like, then that's what you like. And I so I you know I'm, I hang around from time to time. Mm-hmm. Some pretty intense people. Oh God, yeah! Like I dip my toe in various communities. Just I like meeting people. Oh, Billy, and you you haven't met sexual deviants like folks at the Ren Fair, the the Comic Con community. Oh yeah, the you know the the artistic um, you know actor community. Like 
it freaked me out a little bit yeah. um, to to step into all of that. But absolutely, suddenly you understand that it's not just the the public, you know, um, the the stuff that that's sound, uh, you know, that, that's shown on like uh, the media, the the publicized kind uh-huh. of stuff. There's there are just there acceptances are people, of, of yeah. all sorts of things, and. And you meet these people, and you're like, "Wow, you're like really decent. You're a cool person." And the the whole thing is that, you know, you you meet someone, and you go, "Wow, you seem totally normal." And they're like, "Yeah, I have a sex swing in my backyard, yeah. it's like, or in my my dungeon sex slave basement." And you're like, "Yeah, oh, good, okay, that's well, cool. That's good for you." It's figuring out what you're comfortable with and an open communication with your partner partners. Yep, you know. Um, Especially in New York, it's like, who gives a fuck? There's like, a lot of stuff in New York. Uh, I don't know if anyone's seen the movie Short Bus, but it's not, <laughs> it's not too dissimilar from that. I was always like, that's intense. And then I saw that shit happen in real life, and I was like, oh, like that yeah. was real. Yeah. They have like a big orgy scene a couple times. I was like, oh, like those are things. Yeah, and the people who, who have kind of delved in that can be some of the happiest people because yeah. they figured it out. They're like, yes, this this gets me excited and makes me happy and it's for pleasure. And you then know? it carries out over when their you know, suits and ties are on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it keeps, keeps people sane. Now, that being said... Um, you know, I'm I'm not that wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I I think if there were anything that I ever wanted to try or explore, <laughs> then I would absolutely bring it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's a simple matter of of asking, yeah, and just figuring out. You know, sort of like um, when kids ask their parents really awkward questions, and you just kind of have to not look at each other and. And and just kind of talk it out, and then once you do that, it's like, oh, great, we're on the same page, fantastic. Mm. That's how I figured out that, um, you know, definitely for me, no fire stuff, no, no fire, yeah, no, no blood, no blood stuff, no, no, no cutting stuff. Oh, God. definitely no poo poo. No, no. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you bring it up. And you just, you explore that and you figure it out. And you find out, like, do I have to buy, like, rubber sheets? Uh, <laughs> is that going to be a purchase made in this relationship? Yeah. It's, um, um, but yeah, so any, any other questions about my journey and my sexual awakenings i guess i feel like mine is kind of boring like i feel like people have better sex stories out there oh no see i'm i'm see, and that and that's why i think it's and that's what i mean by like vanilla shaming almost like people <laughs> almost are like well like i just have sex with my boyfriend it's really great sex but it doesn't like involve accessories and so <laughs> And I am like, no, be proud of it. Be like, yo, the other night, like, he fucked the shit out of me in that bed and I came three times. Like, that's <laughs> fine. Be happy. But that's a good sex story if you tell it well, you know? Yeah, uh, not everything has to be. I've heard a boring sex story. I've heard a boring threesome story, you know? Like, oh, no. I don't have it. I just, I've heard those. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like people don't have, I feel like there's this um, weird pressure to have more exciting sex lives hmm. than is necessary. Yeah. Uh, because 
there's so much push for tolerance. There's so much push for equality. And amidst, I mean, the fact that polyamory is a topic that people know about. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that non-monogamy is a thing people are actively doing in this country hmm. uh, has now opened stuff up. Um, you know, that there that a sex shop can very publicly have a kink class. <laughs> uh, yep. Porn, you know, it, it's more than just that bachelorette party, uh, learn how to give a blowjob class. It's like they're teaching like really intense stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, I think that's all great, but I think with it comes this pressure. But like, there's all this stuff and I'm not doing it. Like, am I, it's kind of like yeah. in college when you're worried everyone's fucking but me. It's like, <laughs> well, everyone's getting whipped and doing chains and having crazy foursomes like in yeah. public. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I got to try. It's like, no, just like mm. dig your thing, man, or woman, or gender modifier that you prefer yeah. uh but yeah i don't know is, have, has anyone ever brought something up uh it doesn't have to be this boyfriend but has anyone ever brought up a thing and you were like no 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 hmm. or yes 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 whichever <laughs> um no i mean nothing i could tell a story about i guess like i you know most uh you never had a guy ask you to do something in bed that like freaked you out at first no. No. Um, tried to have sex on a beach once, but it was too sandy. Didn't Messy. Work. Yeah, awful. It's, it's a romantic vision. Yeah. It didn't. Seems amazing. Yeah. Making out on a beach is great. Agreed. But, <laughs> um, but anything else, and it's just like, ah, it's gritty and it's gonna hurt awkward. right afterwards so, or during yeah yeah and then and it's sort of like it's too open air it's mm. like it's like ah um no nah, I'm, I'm pretty vanilla actually yeah. vanilla and proud vanilla and proud vanilla and proud yes. guys uh yeah title of this episode maybe Mad- madeline lewis vanilla and proud <laughs> <laughs> oh no all right well that's a little embarrassing but no. uh, you know hey i'm i wasn't ashamed to embrace my steps in my own sexual journey. I wasn't ashamed to ask out guys or accept guys yeah. who, you know, I was clearly interested in. I made those decisions and and I'm proud of them. I'm happy with the decisions that I've made. Um and and you know I <laughs> I I know that it didn't work out between us two. Um but not not because it was anything that we did wrong, you know. It it wasn't yeah. well. For one thing, I was about to have a girlfriend like a month afterwards, the first time. Second time, because uh, second time I even like asked out proper. I was like, I'm gonna be a fucking gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> T- took her to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, <laughs> which some wouldn't consider being a gentleman because there's like half naked people in it. But meh, meh, um, meh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't think I was ready for a two-year relationship in college. Like, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have worked. I don't think I was ready for a serious relationship at all until after college. Yeah. And that was just me. Mm-hmm. Like, some people, they they find someone that they're, they're right for right away. Yeah. And it just works. Um, but I feel like the pressure to try and force it to work... Uh, you know, that fear, that fear that you're going to turn into a spinster, the fear that you're, you're a virgin too long, the, mm. the fear that um, no one's going to love you, the, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of terrifying. 
But, you know, after you go out on too many OkCupid dates <laughs> and, and you just get kind of sick of it all and you realize that maybe you just want to be alone and be happy with yourself for a while, maybe then that's when it'll hit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't go on OkCupid. It's, it's terrible. Uh, it's, it's just really awful. Too many, too many guys opening with like, yo, want to fuck? Um. Yeah. Show me tits. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just guessing at first messages right now. <laughs> I'm just... Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, the, there's just such a a weirdness about it. it oh, You're so still weird. kind of in that like old school thought process of like, this is weird that we're on the internet doing. You're you kind of more traditional like that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would prefer to meet someone in person. Okay. I feel like a lot of people would like to meet someone in person because. I I had very long, very great conversations online with many people, whether it was on a dating site or whether it was on a forum or mm-hmm. whether it was forums. Yeah, forums. You know, <laughs> you ever just, go out with a guy from a forum? No, no, no. God, that's no. where you do the line. <laughs> and, but you know, I know that I know that if I if I were to try and make something work in real life that worked really well online it it may not yeah yeah. it's not the same yeah i mean but some people view it as just a really more efficient way especially if they're busy they're just like mm. i don't have time to go to um rent fairs and, and <laughs> freshman dances and and bookshops i gotta things out where they're like i know this one thing's a huge deal breaker so i can sift through these guys who i already know that thing's gonna be a no-go um, even as silly as their deal breaker See, might be, like I'm not big on ultimate deal breakers. Yeah. I'm a, I'm big on if you have multiple deal breakers. Like yeah. I have things where it's like I can put up with that. I can put up with this and that. Okay, this, this, and that all together. <laughs> that's where I'll draw the line. See that right there is the thinking that is is misleading. Is that you have to make time for it. Mm. You have to go out and purposefully search. You have to. Well, you're more active than a, your average OkCupid female <laughs> who like sits back and is like, "I'm gonna collect these messages." Um, but you know, OkCupid was a was a dumb idea. It's like it it didn't work really. Um, the the idea that I'm proposing is that you you stop worrying about being in the right place at the right time and meeting the right person and being ready and and searching and going to bars or bookstores or ren fairs like i didn't go to the ren fair looking for that yeah it just was there it happened you were there for the love of the game well i was there for the myself like i i wanted to do the fair i thought that <laughs> that would be fun you know you go and do stuff that you want to do that you're interested in, go there for you. Mm. And then if you happen to meet someone who's also there, you're already in a state of confidence and happiness and, and surety because you know, you're not putting so much pressure on yourself to look for that person. You, you're just there. You know, go kayaking. Go, hey, it's free. Is where? Yes, there's one on um, close to on the west Chelsea. Side? Yeah, okay. I didn't know it was free. Free, free cool. All right, you know, a little go, plug. Like, go to a bookstore, right? Mm-hmm. Look up the books that you like. If you see a girl that is also looking at the the books that you I'm like, write this down. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, offer to buy her a book instead of buy her a drink. Have you seen how much a book is book. these days? What well, if she's checking out the encyclopedia? Uh, 
she's she's looking up a a McCullough biography. That's gonna that's gonna easily run like forty bucks. Okay, I'm just so... saying. Not everyone's looking at a looking at a good old paperback. Uh, buying a copy of Catch Twenty Two. <laughs> I'm it's... just saying, a girl would be far more impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just a random guy at the bookshop being like, "Hey, I think you're very pretty. I'd like to buy you that book and maybe a drink or dinner." Yeah, exactly. Oh. You know, did less pressure, that? just more ease. You know, find things that you both have in common by discovering what you like to do. You know, like find your Ren fair. Find what what you like to do. Do it on your own. I know, that's so scary. You have to go out on your own. I used to go out on my own all the time. I used to go to movies alone. I, I still go. To, I'm a big proponent of movies alone because why the fuck am I going to wait for five <laughs> other people to sync and want the same movie and then Karen's going to be late and then we have to see a different showing and they're sold out. So now we like go to a bar instead. Fuck that. I'm seeing, <laughs> seeing the movie. I want, I want to see Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel right oh, now. It's so good. So good and it's pretentious. So good. I love it. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's going to be one of those movies they're talking about for forever oh there's and i loved oh just a film student just organ they just there's some (laughs) there's some freshman in tisha nyu just like huddled over his laptop watching just beating off just being like oh my god (laughs) he changes the frame sizes like three times Uh, just one oh they're the whole department the whole department (laughs) is beating off it's just a big circle jerk around (laughs) anderson's movies although i loved i loved moonrise kingdom Hmm. uh that's where like i thought it was gonna top and then, oh, he just beat Moonrise Kingdom made me like adorably want to find someone to find my own Moonrise Kingdom with, except like of age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. All right. So you've got figured out what you like to do, right? So, yeah. And, and then all you have to do is just keep going to those things, you know, enjoying yourself and then see who else is around. Yeah. And if every single person does that, then, hey, guess what? You'll run into each other. Yeah. You know, it'll, it'll just happen without the, the, the you know where the You know where the worry comes in, though, especially in New York City? Mm-hmm. If you're in, uh, I don't want to put down anyone in Ohio. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use Kentucky just because I know oh, I'm mildly no. safe. You're somewhere in Kentucky. If, I've been to Louisville, so I'll say Louisville. If you're in uh-huh. Louisville... <clears throat> and and you're at the bookshop and you see the pretty girl. You'd be like, well, let me just keep coming to the bookshop. She might come. It's New York City. Like you, there's eight million people that live here, let alone all the fucking tourists. Like yeah. you don't, you may never see them again. Uh, no, so I feel like absolutely. the pressure with New York is just like, oh, well, I saw them now. I gotta. Otherwise, I gotta go to on Craigslist to miss connections and see if I can find them again. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's about making your move as well. That like, moves, you know. So. I guess it's that catch-22 of don't be searching for it, don't be looking for it, but also don't be afraid to grab onto it when when you see it, you know? Like with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. just ask pounce. Him out. Yeah, just pounce, pounce and say mine. Yes, just, exactly. Just point and yell dibs. <laughs> dibs! I call fives, I gotta go get a drink, but five minutes and then it's mine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Wor- worst thing that can happen, and I know, 
I know this happens to to people and they get discouraged. Like you said, you ask the out. No. Yeah, you ask out a bunch of people and they're taken or they're not of that orientation, yeah. which believe me happens to women as well. Oh, yeah. oh. so much so. I'm aware. Hey, I, I went to NYU. Um, I'm aware that that's a yeah. that was a common problem. But still, you know, th- that just meant that I, you know, I got a lot of no's. I asked out people and I got a lot of no's and it sucks and it makes you feel like you're not good enough or you you know you're like a a weird person or something Mm -hmm. that no one would want to get along with because you own D&D manuals but um but it just means that you know maybe maybe they're they know something like they they know themselves and they know the type of person you are and they know that it's not going to work out or maybe they don't know themselves and that's why they're saying no or maybe stupid societal things where a girl feels like she has to say no in to order- get the guy to say yeah, it's, yeah. I I hate all that bullshit. Um, yeah. any any hard to get old crap. school. I games. I don't play games. Someone told me recently, like, oh, is that your game? I was like, I play zero games. I'm really <laughs> bad at them. Lost a lot of money playing games. Uh, I'm not gonna start doing that <laughs> in my love life too. So I'm just gonna be awkwardly honest and hope that ho- that works. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that that tends to happen from time to time. Well, hopefully by being awkwardly honest, you can find another person who is also awkwardly honest, and you guys will be awkwardly honest, and then you can start hiding tiny cats around your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, you know that that's going to be the way, like, if you guys stay long, I don't want to spoil it for you, <laughs> but if you guys are together long enough and he proposes, he's going <laughs> to do it by, like, hiding the... The ring somewhere with like a cat or like under a cat. Oh, You're aware that that's you do know. Like I just, I'm I'm assuming you already know this because this is what you've already set up. Yeah, no, we're not jinxing anything. Again, take it easy. Take, take it, it slow. slow. Take it old school. You know, now I'm sure you've noticed. Actually, there are a lot of people in our age group, and we're Get, not that old. They're getting getting married. married. Isn't that fucking freaky? That freaks me out. There's there's people I know posting pictures of like ugly babies they're having. Yeah. Like, like, Nowadays, someone says, you know, um, someone on Facebook is like, oh, my, my husband and I were going to this new place. And I'm like, oh, God, I feel like weirdly yeah. old now for knowing the, the you. The girl <laughs> I lost my virginity to just got married recently. Oh, yeah. Geez. Like that was like, whoa, like we're getting there. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, there are people out there who meet up on, you know, Match.com or whatever, and they... You're so anti they, the online dating. I, yeah. I, wow. <laughs> Normally, it's like curmudgeon old, like, 48-year-old <laughs> woman, twice divorced and then had a couple bad online dates, and well, she's like, like the- I'm swearing it off, And but you're just, you're nice and young and pretty and, like, fuck that online dating thing. Well, and exactly <laughs> why, you know... Online dating, it's all about the profile. It's about the picture. It's about what misinformation you can give about yourself, even if you think you're being honest. I, I think you're you, not. You, you, okay, I, I, I've been grabbing at this list uh, back and forth because I was like, I don't know if we need, but you, you see so, so, such an old school opinion on things. I want to bring up this, oh, no. this article that I, I found okay. um, that's been going around. It's uh, from lifebuzz.com. Uh, 10 old fashioned dating habits we should bring back. I agree and disagree with some of these i think i want to take like you know spend like maybe uh, about a minute or so 
and, and yeah, lay it on me. Go through some of these. See see what we think. These are things we need to bring back. These are old school ones. Okay, guys. So <laughs> look at that picture. You want to share a malt with me? It is. It's too the the big picture they have. Their their header is uh is is from like is that Shirley Temple? No, no, no. no but okay. she's got the the curls and he's got yeah the slick from like a black the... and white film. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, and, and they're like sharing a milkshake or something. And so they have these 10 things. I'm going to kind of go through them in no particular order. Uh, let's see. So one of the things they say, bringing flowers or other tokens of affection for to the first date. Ooh, yeah. What, what do you think about that one? I kind of like that. I mean, nothing desperate, but... <laughs> and that that's a fine line. You, you want to show affection without getting desperate. It's, um, you know, if you if you bring like a flower a flower like maybe not even a rose but just a nice flower mm-hmm. um and you give it to her it's it's kind of a nice thing if she buys your first drink or she Well that's that's a little different. We're talking more like bringing that like the little cutesy thing. Uh-huh. I feel like that would just put off some women. Like kind of be like, "Oh, is he like jumping?" I feel like that mm. would it, to, like today that that seems almost creepy. Whereas in like, if this was 20 years ago, that would be cute. Uh, clearly we differ on this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess, you know what? It varies from situation to situation. Like if you get the vibe when you ask someone out that they're mutually interested and not just going, um, okay, sure. Maybe let's go out for something. If it's a hesitant situation, don't be weird and creepy and desperate and bring flowers and stuff. But I, I, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of bringing Again, a little something. A little, a little okay. something. <laughs> well, then you might like this one because another one they have uh, that should come back is uh, romantic gestures like writing poems. Mm. It's kind of similar, but now you see, <laughs> this is weird because this is one mm. I thought should come back and you I, I'm reading um, you'd be creeped out. Uh, it depends on, on what the gesture is. No. Well, first of all, it depends on whether you can actually write poetry or not. Okay. Um, I won an award in eighth grade. No big deal. But oh, keep going. Wow. Sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, if it's short, okay. shorter is better. I'm not talking Twitter length, but, you know, just... No manifestos. Yeah. Don't go on for paragraphs. Like, you know, keep it like half a sonnet size. All okay. right. Um, doesn't have to rhyme or anything. And and it and it depends on when you're giving it to her. Like not first date, that would be really weird. Okay. Unless you are like a poet and she is into you because you are a poet. Okay. Um it's the same thing with like getting like a song given to you or something. I, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Uh-huh. And it's weird because I just played a video game. Um, you ever played Dragon Age? No. Okay. There's this great, it's really ne- good. Never even heard of They're it. They're coming out with a third one. Okay. I'm really excited. Um, it's Dragon Age. And in that, you can develop relationships with these characters, right? Okay. So not one of those weird Japanese yeah, yeah, character yeah. relationship ones, but it's part of the storyline. And there's a elf assassin guy that I decided that my character was going to have a relationship with. And at the end, right before you go into the big battle, he reads you a love poem. And I was just like, wow, that is beautiful and sweet and so old-fashioned and amazing. And, I, and in theory, great. And in but theory, I feel like in practice, that's a little like... But that's in, that's in virtual reality. In real reality, I'd be like, oh, this is... I can't... Am I supposed to stand? What am I supposed to do <laughs> with my hands? What if it's not good? And then it's like... 
yay, that's really sweet. Thanks, you made that for me. It's awkward. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a little, it's a little awkward. All right, but you know, uh, it, it depends. Because if it was done with like real sincerity. That might be sweet. But no, I, I, I think like you're. I, I don't think you're wavering on I, this one. See, you you keep going. Uh, uh, but no, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's poems. Poems are not for dating. Poems are for long term relationships. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so we'll say on that one. We need to bring that back to like when it's serious. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, number six on their list is additionally uh, being clear about when you're going steady. Hmm. They're saying that's something we should bring back, having just a real clear-cut conversation on it rather than the whole like, oh, well, what are we doing? Hmm. More like the being like, hey, we've been dating. I want you to be my girlfriend, for example. See, um, that's a tough one. That, again, uh-huh. feels like it would be based on the relationship because I've, I've had girlfriends who have told me that – not girlfriend, girl, yeah, girl yeah. space friends um, – who have told me that they've – they've been going out with these guys and then they just get too serious too fast and Mm -hmm. then they ask them to be solo you know they're like hey let's so we're going out now and it and it scared them off really like they felt like it was that's not what they wanted out of the relationship they just wanted something fast and flirty and and laid back and now it's getting serious and now they don't want it anymore Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if they're right together uh, that they had differing opinions on timing. the relationship. Yeah. So maybe by not trying to label the relationship, you can just kind of give it the time and the space that and it needs. And it'll fall into it. Yeah, kind of right. more naturally. All right. Here's, a, here's another old-fashioned uh, dating habit they want back. Uh, coming to the door to pick someone up. I am, wait, I am iffy on this. I say yes, except for in New York City, because then it's creepy, because we have apartments. Oh, and yeah. so no one ever goes to pick someone up. We're not coming by in the car and be like, I'll pick you up at eight, toots. Like, there's none, <laughs> none of that. Uh, so in New York City, you know, you, you just say, oh, we'll meet at the place, which doesn't sound romantic. But otherwise, you have to be like, oh, what's your address? Not in like creepy. No, that's super creepy. Yeah. Not on the first <laughs> so date. Weird. It's oh, not going to work. No. Uh, and even, even if I've been dating someone along, like a, a bit, you know, yeah. if I live in Bushwick in Brooklyn, someone else lives up on the Upper West Side, which means nothing to someone not from New York listening to this. It's really That's, far. Yeah. So you would never be like, okay, well, I'm going to come all the way up to you and then we're going to go down the Midtown together. See, you just say we met. Desperate. But, but that's I say, weird. That's weird. But I mean, it's, I say if you're not, if you're in a place mm-hmm. where you're doing cars, yes. I say go to the door. Don't sit out in the car. You go walk to the door and say, hello, how are you? It's yeah. nice to see you. Come on out. I, I feel like walking home is different. Yeah. Or I'll walk to the train, depending yeah, where they yeah. live. If they live somewhere close, I'll go one or two stops. Yeah. I've got an unlimited. I can but, afford that. But but I I I draw usually I'll draw I'll walk them to the subway. Yeah, that's where you do yeah. because if you, if you want to see some some kissing action, hang out at a subway stop and just like sit there and watch because you'll see yeah. around ten eleven o'clock just some dates splitting up and doing a little kiss before they leave. Yeah, that, uh, that's the great time. Yeah, part. you know it also to me to have a guy say that he'll come pick me up. Kind of just riles me a little as bit a wo- it, as a woman. Yeah, it's okay, like, so what? You don't good. Trust me I to like get there. Like, I like the attitude. It's, I mean, and that's a very big thing to to read into it. But you don't want to make those casually sexist remarks yeah, by yeah, accident. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just just you both show up at the same place, and then you know don't okay. don't climb out the back window and <laughs> all right. 
give him give him the decency of showing up, meet in person, either leave together or don't. Okay. And then that's that's that. I want to. I'm gonna go through the next few of these. I want to do these like rapid fire. I want to. Okay. We're gonna do like a yay or nay. Okay. Maybe like a line. Okay. All right. Uh, trying to dress really nice for a date. Yes. 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 Okay. Definitely dress up. Going dancing. That's uh, next one. Going dancing. That's not grinding on a grimy club floor. Yes. I agree. Yes. yes. Uh, Please. Some swing dancing. Some salsa. Although that's kind of how we met. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did grind. Yeah, there did. was some grinding. Yeah. There was some sweatiness. Never, uh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Eighteen yeah. happens. Uh, <laughs> next, straightforwardly asking, and we kind of already talked about this, but straightforwardly asking someone out and not calling it hanging out, just being, "Hey, I want to take, I want to go out with you. Let's go on a date." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what we've been saying this whole hour. That's what we've been saying. Because otherwise, it's creepy. It's like, "Hey, do you want to come see a movie with me and my friends?" Oh, my friends can't make it. Uh, <laughs> Had that happen, it's weird. Oh, that's that's odd. Um, this one, I feel like the old school soul in you would would like and. Mm-hmm. As a former flip phone owner, makes me a little <laughs> old school that I also would agree on this. Turning electronics off and just like being with one another. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. The general concept of asking permission for things. It's kind mm-hmm. of a vague one, but uh, they're, you know, they're talking more about uh, asking before you call early on in a, on a, in a thing. Um, or asking, yeah. like, especially being very consent heavy in bed and not assuming stuff. Hmm. I, I, you know, I think I, I do like that one actually. Okay. I, I, I like that that it gives her or him a role to play. Okay. It's not just that you're making an assumption and you're acting on it, even though that sort of forwardness is somewhat attractive. You, you know. Okay. So let let's take the 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 end of the night kiss. Right. It's like if. He he leans in and goes, you know, it's sort of like the movie Hitch where he goes two thirds of the way and he's like, go two thirds. You know, Do you mind if I kiss you now? And I'll go, oh, gosh, since you asked. Hitch. Sure. <laughs> Hitch. I'm two thirds. You're not me. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I came two thirds. Come the other third. I'm just I'm not feeling no, it right now, man. That's exactly <laughs> it. You got to go the two thirds and then wait for that. Because if you go the full way, she's going to turn. She's going to give you the cheek. Yep. Just going to give you a cheek, man. This last one, uh, I, I put three yeses next to. Uh, not assuming sex is to be had at any point in time. Yes. Now, yes. as a woman, you're not, and I rarely say the phrase as a woman, but as a woman, you're, obviously, you're almost obviously saying, yes, of course. Don't mm-hmm. assume that. I'm saying as the guy, I don't do one night stands anymore. I don't like having sex the first time. I like all sorts of fooling around. I'm like, let's take clothes off and mm-hmm. do things. But I'm just like, I don't want to have intercourse the first time I hook up with someone several reasons for them uh but i don't like it when it's assumed that just because she wants to i have to mm, um, yeah that kind of almost reverse sexism type of thing where it's just like well oh he's a guy of course he wants to fuck me so as soon as i say yes he's gonna do it mm. i mean i don't want to be assumed that i'm gonna do that um yeah no absolutely there there is that that pressure um where women will both assume that they can't say yes to a guy. They can't lead him on. They can't flirt because he will jump on that chance. Yeah. And there's... Or like can't go home because when he's like, yeah. you want to come back to my... I'm like, maybe you're making out a bar. Be like, hey, I'm having a lot of fun. Like, do you want to like come back to my place? Be like, I'm not going to have sex with you. And I'm like, I didn't say let's go back to my place and fuck. I'm saying I like making out with you. I want to do that in a more on like a couch or a bed where it's more comfortable. Yeah. 
And big, it, it happens in the reverse as well, where girls will also make the assumption that, hey, here's this guy. He must want to fuck me. I'm in the mood for it, so yeah. let me just use him and then dump him. Um, it, you know, it is, it is, it is, it's using, and it, it makes a bad <laughs> reputation um, I'm all for using if you're clear about it, but yeah. I just don't like it when it's assumed that as a man, I have to automatically want sex all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a thing that upsets me cause I'm, you know, I'm a big, I'm big on gender equality to yeah. like an extreme extent that apparently makes me an asshole sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I don't like, I in either way, I also don't think guys should be going and assume just cause she's coming over just cause I paid for dinner means mm-hmm. I get the fucker. It's like, you do not have a right to anything. Um, and it goes both ways, but I, I'm big on that one. Uh, so, hey guys, if you want to check out that list uh, for yourselves, um, it's on lifebuzz.com, 10 old-fashioned dating habits we should bring back. Yeah. Clearly, we, we think only some of them should come back. <laughs> um, now, have, have, have you listened to the show before? No, no? actually, okay, I didn't came get fresh. To. No, it's fine. Sorry. It's fine. Don't, don't worry <laughs> about it. I was going to say, because uh, we, sometimes we play some games. Uh-oh. Do you, okay. Do you maybe want to play a game? Sure. Okay, this isn't like Saw where I'm like, would you like to play a game? <laughs> uh, it's way cleaner than that. Uh, what, there's a couple we could play. One's called Fakesies. Uh, and the other one's called Cast That Poor. You're, you're an actress, so I want to give you an, uh, <laughs> an opportunity to, to – I want to keep it kind of in the biz. Um, do either of those sound, oh, sound fun? Uh, do I get to know anything else about them? I mean, I, I could. The, yeah. the um, Fakesies. <laughs> You you would you'd fake one you'd fake an orgasm right but okay. then then have to fake an orgasm as a guy if you <laughs> like try to try to be a guy and fake an orgasm uh, and the other one is cast the porn I'm going to describe to you a porn video mm-hmm. an adult film I may have seen recently and then you have to cast it with like actual people not it. with porn actors no with, with like celebrities or yeah something? celebrities public figures um, <laughs> any anyone in the public eye yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with that second one. Cast that porn. I, I have just, not gotten anyone to play fake sees. No, like it's why? been. <laughs> I think anyone... it'd be fun to hear someone try to. Uh, two things. One, it would bring up the conversation of do men fake orgasms? Because hmm. the answer is yes. And then that. But the other reason is because I think it'd be funny to watch a woman have to like fake one as a guy. Um, <laughs> but cast that porn. Cast that porn's my favorite games. Easily, uh, I, I'm a big fan. Okay. Uh, do you do you watch the porns? Uh no. 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 You don't? Real? Okay. okay. I don't know. Really? Don't you know. look curious. so shocked. I don't know. I don't know how much has changed. Um <laughs> th- does he do you, are you does he watch porn? Like are you okay with that? Or are you one of those girls who freak out when the boyfriend no, watches porn? I wouldn't porn? freak out. Yeah. Why would I freak out? Uh, there there's reasons why they're bad reasons. They're yeah. invalid, but they no, I feel like if you're secure in your relationship, then you're not going to freak out over a little fantasy. You know, he didn't freak out when I played Dragon Age and hit on the elf assassin. Okay. So I think we're okay. That that was your form. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, now it is. It, it is getting a little raunchy. It's getting a little but hot and heavy. It's yeah, man. Um, With some 14 year old kid from Japan on the other, be like, <laughs> oh my god, this chicksy only wants me. <laughs> Um, no, I purposefully do not play multiplayer. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, um, well, cast up. So here's here's the here's the porno video. Okay, all right. It is from the the good old folks. Uh, the the <laughs> from the good old folks at Schoolgirl Internal. They specialize in cream pie videos. 
Do you know what a cream pie is? Uh, maybe. It's when a woman, when a guy ejaculates like on or in the woman, but like they and they show like the yeah it coming okay, out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like a cream pie, which is weird and inaccurate, but okay. Yeah. Um. Um. So it's so basically it's this guy. Uh-huh. Kind of your typical like if you picture what a porn actor looks like, it's like he's got that facial hair and everything. Like it's all thin <laughs> lines. It's yeah. So he's rolling up in his like convertible down the street. And then there's this girl in the schoolgirl's outfit. She's presumably like a high school senior. She's eighteen, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> um, oh good. Most likely she's like thirty five, but play is eighteen. Uh mm. and he picks her up. He's like, Oh, let me give you a ride home. And she's like, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> like, gets in. And they go back. They end up at his place. Mm. And then they proceed to do your typical porno, vid- your shitty <laughs> male-made uh, porno where it's like she blows him. He goes down on her. Then he fucks her. Then she blows him again. There's some more fucking maybe in the butt. And then comes on the face type thing. But, uh, but then he comes inside of her. Yeah, and then this guy and, is a and talent. That's, yeah. <laughs> So it ends like that, but then what happens is and <laughs> the it cuts, it fades out to black. And then before the, the end credits come up, this message comes up on there. It says on the screen, nine months later, Brooke gave birth to a baby boy. She died in labor. Oh, God. Mario never knew he had a child and continues to cream pie teens to this day. Wow. So so you so need to cast Brooke. Is that, is that <laughs> It's just the saddest ending to a porno. Like some kid was about to blow it and then saw that and be like and then he finishes but like as he does there's this terrible image. He's like, "Oh my gosh, it came to death." Um See, that'd be a terrible porno <laughs> if you're actually making it to the credits. Like <laughs> uh, according to the screenshot, it, the video is about like 5 minutes long. So oh, Okay. Um All right. 5 minutes. Gosh. Sometimes I'm feeling patient enough to finish, but okay. So you need to cast Brooke, the uh, the Brooke. the teen gal, okay. and Mario, the guy who likes to cream pie random teens. And for bonus points, and you don't, you totally don't have to, but you can if you want. But you don't yeah. have to. Uh, you can you can cast who grows up to be that child. Who grows up as the the under well uh, just barely of age um, yeah. schoolgirl's child. Okay. Um, Hmm. Oh man. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh okay. Mario is gonna be Hugh Jackman. Okay. Yes. I can dig that one. Because he's got the mutton chops and you know, who wouldn't you get don't, in a convertible right? with, with you Hugh don't Jackman. even have to justify it. Hugh Jackman, no. I'm on board. I'm, I mean he wouldn't even need to speak. He'd I'm not I'm not switching there, videos. Listening. I'm gonna keep watching. Now who's Brooke? <laughs> um Brooke. Okay. Um uh, oh man, I don't know. That's a really tough one because most of the actresses I like, I could not imagine being. It doesn't have to just be an girls. actress. It can be any like public figure. <laughs> Schoolboy. <laughs> um, I did not, not accidentally. I did well. not. <laughs> I did not uh, turn to that one. Um, Schoolboy who turns out to be a schoolgirl. Uh, <laughs> We did have a something kind of like that in a different episode that a different cast that important, but um, okay, all right, let's see. Schoolgirl, um, 
<laughs> I just keep seeing Sarah Silverman. Okay, that? I'm okay. Hey, uh, that's what feels natural. <laughs> uh, no, who's, no, I'm just like, who's gonna let Hugh Jackman come inside her and then yeah, have the then have true. the baby? Probably doesn't go to college now, you know, because I mean she's a high school senior, yeah. and so her future might have been ruined a little bit yeah. or gotten more difficult. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I know who the child is. Okay. Um, Skip into the child. Who we got? Uh, yeah, well, okay. So let's say it's Sarah Silverman. Um, and Are you going Jackman. with Sarah Silverman? You don't have yeah, to. No, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. I can't seem to think of anyone else, okay. which is really weird. Um, no, I know exactly who. Uh, what, what is her name? Um, Lena. Uh, the Lena Dunham? Yes, yes. That From is Girls? Her. Yes, because she grew up. Not knowing who her father was and having her mother die in childbirth. And, and she, that's why she now grow, grows up to get naked on camera all the time. Yes, yeah. naked all the time. All the time. And okay. she just doesn't give a shit about There's a really funny video of a anything. woman who it's does awesome. a Lena Dunham impression. Yeah. And it's like her auditioning for Zero Dark Thirty. And then like, <laughs> so she's doing things. And it's, it's good. It's a great Dunham impression. And then at one point... Like maybe a couple minutes in to her audition, she starts like undoing the thing, and he's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, this is the part uh, in the interrogation where I take my clothes off." He's like, "Oh no, you don't have to do it." She's like, "Are you sure?" Because like I'm totally comfortable with nudity and my body. <laughs> and, like, uh, okay, so Lena Dunham's the kid. Yeah, um, I don't. It's, it's the perfect mix of, yeah. of comedy and confidence. Okay, and you just get those magical forces. I'm the worst. This is not a no, good porno. This is those. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible porno, but I like I like your casting choices. I think for for the for Brooke, I would have chosen. And don't say it's hacky. Uh, I don't know why I'm looking and pointing at no one. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I think Lindsay uh, Lindsay Lohan is Brooke because oh, if anyone knows yeah. how to make shitty decisions that ruin uh. your life forever. I think it's Lindsay Lohan, um, who will probably See, die in labor one day. I have blacked her out of my mind because for you. she has so disappointed me. I work in entertainment publishing, so mm. like I have to unfortunately know these people. I yeah. fucking hate it. Um, that was good. That was a good round of ca- I'm pleased with that round of okay. cat my point. That was good. People want to check you out. Uh, where where do you want them going? Where can they see uh, where can they finally see who who a guest is? They've yes. they bother me all the time. They're like, I want to see pictures. I'm like, no, because you want to see for the wrong reasons. Because they want to <laughs> see if she's hot or not. And I'm like, even if she's not hot by your standards. She might be by mine or to somebody else's, and that shouldn't discredit her opinions on the show. Yes. But you uh, totally wanted that, them out there. So who? Uh, yeah, sure. What do you? Where do they go? Um, well, I as an actress, I'm pretty much a public figure. So yeah. uh, go to www.madeline, m-a-d-e-l-i-n-e, hyphen, lewis, l-e-w-i-s. Dot com. Okay. And you can check out all my work. I have links there to my Facebook and my Twitter and my Instagram. Right you have uh, you have videos up there too, I think, I, right? Yes, yeah, you I have, have some videos. Stuff. I have pictures. She's got some guys. Oh, now, boy. while I was saying, <laughs> I think Matt, I think Madeline's kind of a hottie. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Probably is going to be yours too. And there are some pictures of her in a uh, a little bit of a racy shoe, a little bit oh, of some lingerie. Yes. It's, uh, um, it's sort of... Um, not not nudity or anything. You no, probably... not nudity, guys. Put the lotion away. But it's <laughs> uh, it's you get to see some Madeline, and yes. she's looking good in it. So well, you should you. check it out at www.madeline-lewis.com. Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me thank, on. Thank this you for fun. coming on the show. Appreciate yeah. the to have you here. Well, and congratulations on your two year 
uh, anniversary. Thank you. And uh, and I hope you have many adorable kittens in I've your got future. One more to find. I'll have to find. Does he, he tells I... you beforehand how many kittens? No. no how well, do you know? Or is there, there's a set amount of kittens? There and so if you know they're missing, I don't then... know if he's bought more. Good grief! Oh Christ! That, that's the <laughs> ultimate practical joke. I love it. Um, well, thank you again for having uh, for coming on, and yeah. thanks for having me in your home. And uh, and of course, best of luck to you. Although you don't need luck. And in case no one has seen Billy, he is very hot, very attractive. <laughs> so gonna, he has nothing to worry this is gonna about. Be a ba- this is going to be a battle of just who can out compliment the other. <laughs> uh, I'm, we're going we're gonna, to. Hey, yeah. I'm very honest, right? I feel like I've proven that. So yes, when I definitely. say that, you know it's true. Thank you so much. Oh, well. All right. All right. All right. We're out. <laughs> Whoa, what an episode, guys. How much fun was that? That was, oh, oh, I I had such a great time talking to Madeline. So nice seeing her uh, again after all this time. I'm really happy about that. And, uh, And now, guys, hey. You finally get what you want, all right? You finally fucking got it. We've caved. You get to see what what my what one of my guests look like. So go over and make sure you check out www.madeline-lewis.com. All right, check out her videos, check out her pictures. There's those pictures in the the very sexy underwear pictures of her uh so definitely check that out uh and and from there you can also, you know, find her Instagram and stuff and such. Still can't get anyone to play fakesies, though. Uh, geez, I, it's gonna happen, guys. It's at some point, I'm, I'm, someone's gonna, someone's gonna try the game out. Otherwise, it's gonna be my really weird theme uh, of, of my show. That will be like a little inside joke. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, as always, guys, uh, if, if you like the show, if you had fun, if you have a comment, you have a question, email me at manhorpod at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, we've got uh, the sex researcher, Dr. Zana Frangalova. She's going to be on the show soon. I'm going to be recording that in the coming weeks. So if you have any questions for our sex researcher, definitely email me, and uh, I will I will definitely ask her on the show. To stay updated with things, with my life, with shows, with the Man Whore Podcast, make sure you get on that mailing list. You can sign up for that at www.manwhorepod.com. While you're at it, why don't you come on over and uh, say hi to me on Twitter at TheBillyPresida. Use the hashtag ManHorrorPodcast. And as always, uh, please do subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Tell your friends, share it around. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday. You know I'll be here. I hope you are too. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a fun weekend. Space Life.